Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This Saturday, the first Saturday of Lent, the commemoration is for Theodore the Recruit, who is the story of Theodore and why he was martyred is that he received a vision from God, the fact that the food, the emperor decided that he wanted to defile the Christians, mess with the Christians, but not just mess as in Pope, but they actually believed in things back then. So he did really think that he was defiling uh, the food in the markets by presenting everything available to eat to the Christians as having been sprinkled with blood from the sacrifices from the pagan temples or food brought from the pagan temples out into the marketplace for the Christians to eat. And this was revealed to Theodore. And so he went throughout the city of Constantinople telling everyone to boil wheat and to eat the boiled wheat instead of the food that was in the market. This is uh, where we... Uh, typically on a the first Saturday of the fast, would bring together and do um, all sorts of, uh, oh my goodness, koliva. The word just fled from my mind. Boiled wheat that we are used to for, especially for um, the memory of those who have fallen asleep in the Lord. But koliva is also done, especially if you see in the monasteries, they will do boiled wheat, and then, especially I've seen Athenite monasteries, for great feasts, they'll have sugar decorated on the top, where it's basically an, an entire icon. And I don't mean like kid-style, like sugar on top, no offense to the little ones and their drawing capabilities, but we're talking like beautiful sugar, you know, like a cake almost, but it's the, the boiled wheat, and they'll do it for St. Dimitri, uh, Dimitrios, uh, the Murgusher, uh, they will do it for, you know, say Athanasius of Manathos. Uh, and so boiled wheat has a broader resonance uh, within the church instead of just for the departed, but also for those, uh, for a, a feast, for uh, basically a commemoration of God's providence. Because this was God's providence to keep his people pure from the taint of idolatry. When we come to the prayer behind the ambo, where we pray that God has led us to these all-revered days, and he's led us by providence to these all-revered days to encourage us, to equip us in our fight for purity from idolatry, from, let's say, sampling a little bit too much from the local marketplace. You could say this food, but you could say this of ideas, of imaginations, of fantasies, of things that lead us away from the Lord and lead us down paths that we are not to go down. As we've heard throughout Proverbs, uh, that there are voices, there are those who want us to come with him to shed blood or to supposedly enjoy ourselves, but for a short time. And it's especially Lent in this season that I, that I hear, especially the voice that God in the garden that we read earlier in Genesis, where Adam and Eve have partaken, they've be gone, gone beyond God's law, they have broken it, they have transgressed it, they have uh, 
decided that their own desire and will to become uh, little gods in their own right is better than what God had put before them. And God just comes and he says, where are you? To call out, where are you? To me, especially the first week of Lent is God's call, where are you? He has led us to this time, these all revered days, to engage as much as possible as we can in the ascetical life, but especially the ascetical life is nothing, absolutely nothing, because anybody can stop eating things, right? Demons don't eat things. But it is for uh, the sake of our souls, for the purity uh, of our minds, hearts, and bodies, the temples that God gave us. So through the prayers of the Venerable Theodore, the recruit, who was martyred for the sake of the purity of God's people, that God's providence led him to save God's people from that defilement. Let us enjoy and embrace these all revered days. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.